the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Welcome along. This is episode 235 of New Zealand's longest running tech podcast, The Boys of Tech. This episode is going out on Friday, the 4th of October, 2013. It's kind of, I guess we're kind of a little bit out of schedule at the moment. You may have noticed that. Uh, the person <laughs> you can you can hear there in the background is my co-host for this episode. His name is Brett King. And if you're a regular listener, you will have heard him many, many times before. Welcome to the show, Brett. Hey, hey. Hey, it's good to have you along, as always. Indeed. So, Brett, um, look, you know, there's a couple of big stories. Uh, the, I guess the first two stories we want to talk about are, uh, I guess, the they kind of stole the uh, the headlines and for the last over the last 11 days or so. I think it's been 11 or something days since we've did a podcast, something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, of course, these the two I'm referring to, well, we'll kick off with one uh, at a time. The first one is Microsoft announces the Surface 2 tablets. Mm-hmm. Two, two models, the Surface 2 and the Surface Pro 2. Is it Pro 2 or 2 Pro? Yeah, well, look, I was wondering I think this. it's 2 Pro. Well, I thought it was 2 Pro as well. But uh, some articles refer to it as Pro 2 and others 2 Pro. But uh, look, I, I don't know. We'd have to go to the Microsoft. I should have gone, gone to the, straight to the Microsoft site, shouldn't I? Instead of reading, yeah, reading you should have gone straight to the source. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, instead of re- reading a myriad of news articles on it. Oh well. Anyway, uh, it's indeed. Got a, it, I think the the the, um, the thing that shot. Well, it's not surprising that they've released the Surface Two. Everybody's expecting the Surface Two. Um, what people weren't expecting was there to be a Surface Two RT. Yeah, I know because yeah, you're absolutely right. the The RT version, well, you know, I don't know. It, the first time around it, it didn't, didn't do sell. so well. No, but the second time around it might do. Well, I guess that certainly taken a punt. I mean, but they did do that massive write down on RT tablets, didn't they? Mm. You know, and it was only the RT ones that, that were written down. Yep. I, you know, maybe they're just having another crack. Um, who knows? Oh, you can't just give up after one fail. Well, I did with the Zoom. That is true. That is true indeed. Mind you, that bombed big time. It didn't just not do so well. <laughs> it, it actually bombed. Whereas this yeah. this here, well, I mean, yeah, there were some sales that weren't particularly great, but it, it wasn't a complete flop. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I guess perhaps that's why they, you know, they did with the, <laughs> did that with the Zoom. So, you know, it's... Uh, I yeah, think the, it, the big problem with the Zoom was the fact that they thought that brown was a good colour to have your main device. Yeah, I think that was part of the mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, the these they should have offered in a range of colours. Maybe that's what they should have done. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, hindsight's twenty twenty vision, isn't it? Now these new tablets, these uh, Surface Two ones, uh, have that uh, they have a ten point inch ten point inch. What the hell is that? A ten point six inch uh, full HD display. So we're talking about ten eighty p here. But also, 
Uh, look, you know, I've seen these things. These things are heavy airs. I don't know whether the, are they are they really tablets? And, and this is what some people are saying: they shouldn't be classified as tablets. Others say, well, yes, they are. Well, they are. The RT is definitely a tablet. What about, um, what about the, the Pro? No, the Pro is. I I agree. The Pro is an ultrabook. It's got the full power of a laptop in a, a tablet form factor. It's it's an ultrabook. Or, you know, an ultra tablet. <laughs> you know, I don't get all these names. You know, in, in, in my world, there are laptops, and that covers netbooks, ultrabooks, um, all those netbooks, yep. uh, if I didn't say that already. And then there are tablets, I, I, and then there are phones. I know I simplify, I oversimplify my head, but I just can't, I, I don't, I understand what these names mean. I just don't, I think they're splitting hairs, you know. I, I've never liked all those names and I certainly don't like Fablet either oh my goodness oh god yeah that one's just silly that's really bad <laughs> oh, I, I guess there are all kinds of laptops except for tablets oh I guess oh, tablet now maybe you could class those in with yeah. laptops <laughs> it's kind of blurring lines isn't it? you need to draw a Venn diagram of how these groups and subgroups work <laughs> what is completely a subgroup of what and which is something which can overlap with something else. So I think you would go tablets can overlap with laptops. Ultrabooks are definitely a subset of laptops, but that subset can overlap with the overlapping subset, uh, overlapping major set of tablets. Um, <laughs> you, you know what? We'll have, to draw, we'll have to draw a Venn diagram over lunch. We, we're, talking about blue, we're talking about blurring lines here. <laughs> well, this wouldn't be blurry lines unless we printed it out badly. Venn diagram with nice, sharp, crisp lines for you. Well, okay. No blurring whatsoever. Defined lines. In fact, that's a parody. There's a parody. I think it's called Defined Lines, the, the parody <laughs> video of blurred lines. Anyway, um, yeah, look, I, I guess so. I, I don't know. Are you, what's your opinion on the on the surface? Is it a good device or is it I think something it's worth avoiding? quite a nice device. Then I, I don't have the aversion to... Um, Windows 8 Metro that everybody else seems to. Yeah, a lot of people kinda, do. Yeah. I kind of, I, I get it. You know, a, a friend of mine purchased a laptop recently and she, she it came with Windows 8 mm-hmm. and, and there's a bunch of stuff she didn't like about it. One of the ones, one of the things she said was, look, I, I want to just boot into proper Windows, not the, the Metro thing. Yeah. So, so yeah. When, when 8.1 came out, I said, get that. And she got that, and she's still not happy, and she wants to downgrade to Windows 7. Windows 7 is brilliant. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, you can't, you can't I, yeah. fault. No, no Windows you 7 You do is have good. to get to grips with the, that, the Metro interface to really kind of, yeah, because it's the first thing that hits you when you go to 8, this, yeah. this, new, in, this new main interface. But 8.1 brings back your start button and all of the other stuff, and you can get it to boot straight in. You don't have to do Metro. And Well, I think half her problem is that she's also got all this rubbish on it. It's got the, She's got about like three different toolbars and then this uh, PC monitor Pro oh. performance monitor thing and oh god yeah yeah, yeah. exactly I, I don't yeah. know where that the, the, <laughs> the bloatware that either comes pre-installed depending on where you've got your your laptop from or the stuff that you have installed by 
not unticking things when you've installed something else. Yeah, 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 exactly. Especially and, toolbars, etc. Yeah, and, and I think I think uh, there's a little bit of both actually. There's some there's some bundled rubbish, and then there's some downloaded, perhaps either accidentally or intentionally. I don't know. Some downloaded rubbish as well. Mm. Anyway, I cleaned a lot of that up, but. Um, Hey, what was interesting about that, mind you? I, I know this. I don't know why I'm going down this track because this is very specific and kind of off topic. But I was cleaning all the stuff, and then it said, "Hang on, you know, you've only got ten percent battery left." Um, you know, and then about a minute and a half later, it said, "You have three percent battery left," and I'm like, "What?" Wow! And then, the it, and then it flipped, turned itself off, and I'm like, "What?" Yeah, that that's kind of a rapid descent. Oh yeah. But I have actually found that with most devices, most devices, you know. A hundred to twenty percent takes takes quite a long time, but twenty to zero or twenty to power off disappears in a flash. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, these new Surface Two Pros, uh, I guess they're they're announced. They're out, aren't they? They announced. They're announced. They're more powerful. The batteries last longer. We'll see how they do. Yeah. Well, we indeed. Oh, by the way, they. Um, I think the the Pro is based on the Intel Core i five Haswell processor, and yep. get this. 512 gigs of flash drive. I know. Whoa. Yes, indeed. That it blows is an ultra book. The, that blows the iPads out of the water, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Because mm. <laughs> it's an ultra book, whereas the iPads are just tablets. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And you're right, they're a different class. You can't compare them. Um, well, you can, but you're not comparing apples with apples. Someone had to say it. Now, Indeed, you're, you're, <laughs> you're comparing apples with Microsoft. But yeah, that's right. You know, I don't mind now the new Microsoft, uh, you know, their the interface now. Uh, iOS 7? No, no. My, well, yeah, both, actually. I was talking about Microsoft, though. Oh, Microsoft. You know, okay. the, the, uh, the, metro, <laughs> the Metro interface, their phone, Windows phone. I think they yeah. do a good job. And look, I, yeah, I, yeah. I've said this before, Brett. I would choose that over Android. Mm, I really same. would. Same. Hmm. Um, I find having, having tried having tried them all, I yeah, I quite like the 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 Metro interface. Yeah, it's just a, a learning curve for PC users. Yeah, yeah, for it you, is. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, uh, let's see how they do. In the meantime, no, so I prefer it over iOS seven. Do you? Just put that out there. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving I've iOS. Had bad I, with iOS 7. I am loving iOS seven. I like it. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, not at all. Oh, anyway, all right. <laughs> let, let's in fact let's talk about um, iOS because uh, there was a um, a bunch of uh, hackers uh, in Germany have managed to crack the iPhone fingerprint scanner. Oh my God! Somebody cracked the iPhone fingerprint scanner. I, I totally didn't predict that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I yeah, did look- not predict that somebody would quite quickly break the iOS fingerprint scanner security you know, system the, when part, we talked about the iPhone 5. I know. Part of, <laughs> part, part of me thinks, oh, my goodness, this is, this is a bit of a worry. But then, you know, when you read about it, they haven't done anything groundbreaking. They've used the same old techniques that have been done on many other fingerprint scanners. Yeah, I know, which is why fingerprint scanners are inherently insecure. Yeah, they're, they're not the best, no. Which, at, just for unlocking your phone... Sure. It's quite a lot of effort to go through and there's generally some other way to unlock a phone. You know, just wait for the first release of a patch that hasn't been checked and there'll be a lock screen failure. <laughs> as there was for iOS. Indeed, as there was for iOS 7. Yep. But the, the big thing here is the fact that one of the features touted by Apple with the fingerprint, 
with the fingerprint scanner was that you could make purchases from iTunes by using your fingerprint to authenticate instead of a password. Yeah, yeah. That is where you get into the, you know, I've, I've pinched your phone, I've lifted a fingerprint off of your nice shiny phone, <laughs> used a printer, created my fake fingerprint, unlocked your phone, and spent all of your money because you sillily attached your credit card to your yeah, yeah, that's right. Because the alternative is it would prompt you for a password. Yeah. So, yeah. So, excellent. Great way to uh, allow people to um, steal from <laughs> steal from you, Apple. Thanks. Thanks for that. But no yep. thanks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, that's it, you've kind of said at the beginning, I mean, that's the thing with fingerprint scanners at the moment is uh, a lot of them can be gotten around. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or gotten around quite simply. Biometrics were I mean, a, well, you know, yeah, a brilliant to, idea, but they're actually really, really poor security. I mean, to be fair, you know, it, it's not like they can just grab your phone and do it. That they have to get a copy of your fingerprint or your thumbprint or the finger you used for, you know, for for the the scanner. Edwin, um, you handle an iPhone, and I will get you your fingerprint. Well, it's I don't think it's always that easy, Brett. It's not always that easy. Remember, the, these hackers did a proof of concept. They they had best conditions in real life. I'm not saying it's impossible. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it doesn't just translate as, oh, if you leave your iPhone and you've got the fingerprint thing turned on, uh, someone will get into it. Not necessarily. Uh, but it, it can be done in certain situations depending on how good a print of that particular finger they can get from either the device or from somewhere else. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Um, now, Twitter has... Uh, introduced a new feature. It's a feature that allows tweets to be marked as an alert. Now, the whole idea here is that you can get various different uh, organizations from which you want to receive alerts, particularly in Wellington. Geonet that monitors earthquakes, I think is probably a good one, good example. Uh, And if it marks as an alert, it gets treated a little differently. It comes up with a little um, alert bell on your your device. So do you have to designate somebody that you follow as as somebody able to? Give you alerts? Well, it's individual tweets are marked as alert or not. It's not. It's not the whole feed. Uh, the question is, uh, who, who, gives, who who says that something should be marked as an alert? Yeah, I know. That's the, exactly. I'm Am not, I that's as the, the receiver question. of these things saying yes? I would like to receive alert flagged tweets from this particular follow, or is it I'm a company? And I want to be able to flag my stuff as alerts. Well, this is the thing. At the moment, it's kind of controlled. And, and there's like about 100 organizations and governmental bodies that have uh, signed up for the service. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, look, people, there's been a little bit of, you know, questions around, is this going to be easily abused? Is it necessary? Well, is it necessary? That's the other thing. I mean... Because a lot of the, you know, emergency broadcast systems and stuff can already send you SMS texts or send tweets. They can. Yeah. I, so, guess the, so I guess the idea what's is... The, what's the point of this one other than possibly to be abused and to be onsold by Twitter to um, preferred companies? I guess the thing is, in, if, you know, with an alert, you want to really, in, in an emergency, if you like, or, or something that's worthy of an alert, you kind of want to hit people with, you know, from as many angles as possible. You know, you don't just have one mechanism and I guess you could you could say you could arguably say the more the better yeah 
But the only way that that feature would actually be any good in the sorts of situations that you're talking about there is if that alert went to people who weren't subscribed to it. Oh, yeah, because otherwise moment, I could yeah, subscribe yeah, right. to a Twitter account that was from the civil defense and only tweeted when there were alerts. Yeah, that's right. And and it does the same thing. Yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly. And some do. This could, yeah. Depending on yeah. what it is, really, is it just, you know, I still have to subscribe or is this a way for Twitter to, if a company or something has flagged it as a hash alert, it goes to everybody? Interestingly, Twitter at the moment, in terms of the uh, the potential for abuse, Twitter apparently has not shared any security measures they may have put in place, according to Sophos, who were looking mm. into this. So, uh, you know, at the moment, it's early days. Let's see how they, you know, they, they might tweak the service in terms of how they control it, who they decide to allow to have, uh, you know, um, alert. And whether tweets. or not it's something that goes out to people who aren't subscribed to it, or yeah, how do they determine yeah, exactly. who gets these alerts. Yeah, exactly. So let's see. Let's see what happens. But uh, you know, I I don't know. I'm, and if it's really necessary, I, I'm actually indifferent about the whole thing. To, to be honest, yeah. I, I really, <laughs> I really couldn't care less. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 even more indifferent to you because I don't even have Twitter. Oh well, there you go. All right, look. Let's in that case, let's let's park that story there and uh, just finish off this episode with Samsung has announced a gold phone as well as a pink one, uh, available currently only in the Middle East. But the pink one is also gold. The shell and the etchings are all still gold. Oh, they're still gold. Oh, yeah, they, oh, sorry, they are. It's yeah. gold. It's, yeah, it's gold. It's a brown, pink, it's gold a brown and gold yeah. one and a pink and gold That's one. That's right. Brown and gold, pink and gold. Mm. Only available in the uh, Middle East at the moment. They announced this a day after Apple's announcement of the gold iPhone. I don't know. What, what do you think? I mean, they obviously didn't have time to copy it in a day, but obviously the the rumours were out for a while about the pink gold gold, gold iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they probably had yeah they would have had this on the go from the moment they heard that Apple had a gold one, or they might have had this on the go from completely independently of Apple's creation of the gold one because, as you said, it's first market. Is going to be the Middle East. Yeah, although having said that, you still think, if I would put it this way, if I was Samsung and I had conceived this idea well before Apple had, perhaps I don't know that, but there was a time, uh, you know, in the, in the timeline where they became aware of the, at least of the rumors of this gold phone. Mm-hmm. If I was Samsung, I would have announced it before Apple's event in case the rumor was going to be true, which it was. Because otherwise it looks like, it looks like, oh, oh yeah, me, me too. It's, it, that's what it looks like. Yeah. I'm not saying it is because you, you can't scramble a gold phone, you know, in a day. But it, it just looks like me too. Yeah. Although the pink is kind of cool. I think the the pink and gold one looks pretty cool. Yeah. Out it does. of the two of them, it, it'd be the one I get. Really? Even as a guy? Yeah. I know that sounds sexist, but you know, pink. What do you think? Hey. You know, I've studied history. I know that pink was originally a boy's colour. Yeah, look, is that true? People yes. say that. Is it really? It is. It is true. But it looks pink all... Pink was originally a boy's colour because it's from red. Red was masculine. Okay. But pink kind of looks happy and soft and... No, that's, that's blue. Blue uh, is uh, happy and soft. Is it originally? Yeah. Blue is the girl's colour. Oh, there you go. Unless I have been done wrong by 
everything I have ever been told. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> Look, I'll be honest with you, Brett. You'd think in the you know internet age that we'd have more certainty about what's right or wrong. In fact, it's the opposite. I really don't know what to believe these days. <laughs> when I see or hear something, especially if it's by way of the internet, even if it's a reputable media site, mm. you know, I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm very judgmental. About yeah, I'm reading. very suspicious. Uh, I check. I check. Well, most of the time I don't really care if it's right or wrong because it's probably got no impact on me whatsoever. Um, but if it's something that's actually important, I'll check multiple sources. But no, I heard the, the pink and blue thing from people, not the internet. I've heard that a number of times before, but I yeah, don't know if it was true. Anyway, there you go. That is it uh, for this uh, Friday. It's kind of a strange day to do a podcast for us, but, you know, we're you know, a little off schedule yes. at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. That is it, Brett. Was there anything else you wanted to bring to the table? No. All righty. Well, look, let's wrap that up. That was episode 235 of New Zealand's longest-running tech podcast. Brett, I want to thank you very much for co-hosting. Always a pleasure. It's been a good show. And uh, we'll do our next show, another show sometime soon. Not sure when, whether we're going back to our usual schedule. But we'll see you next time. In the meantime, take care, everyone. Goodbye. Bye-bye.